All right, guys. Thank you for uh, taking some time today to join the show. We appreciate that so much. Uh, if you could just take a few minutes, maybe uh, like and subscribe and uh, let us know what you think about what we're doing here. So today, uh, thanks to some technical difficulties, I'm kind of flying solo today. So I was hoping to have JJ with me, but we were having some issues getting connected, getting some audio going. So we're just going to roll through this because let's just be honest, what's about to happen is mainly just a therapy session for me. Okay. So what we started out, what I started out thinking that we were going to talk about was that how Carolina is uh, Carolina basketball. They're doing fantastic. They're rolling through the tournament. They're they're doing the best they can. They rolled through uh, Notre Dame like it was nothing. We saw the Walker Kessler uh, coming out party. It was fantastic. But then we uh, had a tough tough fight against Virginia Tech, who you know got a nice two week vacation, and they came back. We managed to win that game. And then we're supposed to, we are going to play uh, Florida State tonight around 8.30. So kind of looking forward to it. But the whole other side of the bracket, basically, I mean, like it's all screwed up. Virginia is now out because of a COVID test. Uh, Florida State got a buy, extra buy because Duke had a you know, positive test. So it, it, it's been just crazy the way that this is affecting uh, over uh, conference tournaments could have a major impact on the big tournament. I saw uh, today Kansas is out of the Big 12 tournament thanks to a positive test. And, man, I, I'll be honest with you, uh, I've been excited all year, enjoying the sports all year. Uh, I'm really hoping that they can uh, keep everybody safe and isolated, at least just to have this, uh, you know, finish out the ACC tournament and then have the basically the big NCAA tournament. Really hoping we can have that because it was uh, it really sucked last year not being able to watch those and have those and hang out. Uh, you know, I wish somebody could take a note from how NFL did it because NFL did a great job. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, college basketball all of a sudden blowing up with this, but it is what it is. So uh, that was going to be like the highlight. We were so excited about that, man. Just excited about how the, the guys at Carolina are playing. I'll be honest, I'm a diehard fan. I'm truly biased. I'm not an ACC guy. I'm a Carolina guy. I know that that's a weird thing to say, but I will not pull for other teams in the ACC. That's just not me. That's not what I do, and I know that that's weird. I know people all over the place that – if it states playing somebody we don't you know out west you know people will pull for state nami i will pull for that team all day long and i know everybody will bust my chops and say stuff about that but it's something i'm praying it's pr i'm praying through it you just have to help me out with it okay but the bad news today for me okay the bad news okay i saw tom brady you know he re-signs you know he signs an extension with the bucks today you know shout out to the goat I'm a huge Patriots fan, so he won us six titles. Uh, very excited about that. Still kind of sad that we lost him, but I kind of understood where Belichick was coming from. Uh, I know that we definitely uh, ended up on the short end of the stick on this transaction, letting him go. He goes to Tampa, lights it up, and wins his seventh ring. Congrats to him. But then I saw today where the Patriots not only re-signed Cam Newton, the guy who threw, you know, eight touchdowns and 10 interceptions in a full season, basically missed two games. Uh, we also gave him a $13 million bonus. Basically he got a raise a year where he was awful. He got a raise. And I, I, I'm just, I'll be honest with you. I am so frustrated. Look, I, I get the fact that the Patriots are picking at 15. So the odds of them getting one of the top four guys, you know, no way they're getting Trevor Lawrence. Obviously the Jags aren't going to let him slip by. 
who's going to go to you know the number two quarterback who's going to go justin fields or zach wilson it's a toss-up who likes who the most uh that's going to dictate who gets picked second or third or fourth whatever it is overall probably going to be second to the jets uh, i'd be shocked if they let him pass but you know they got sam darnold there so it wouldn't be a major shock i guess but then atlanta is definitely not going to let somebody slide by him uh and then it could bounce from there carolina needs a quarterback Denver might need a quarterback. And then, you know, you still have Trey Lance that's out there. So the odds of the Patriots getting any of those guys at 15 are extremely low. Do they uh, risk it all and draft a guy like Mac Jones? I mean, I don't know. Um, he He's definitely more comparable to a guy like Brady. He's a pocket passer. He's not going anywhere. Um, he is what he is. He's not running around. So will you re-sign Cam Newton? The, the moves that they've made the last few days, trading to get Trent Brown back, um, it shows that we're going to have a massive offensive line. So the odds are for last year we drafted two tight ends, basically. Neither one of them are great pass catchers. They're mostly just H-back, you know, blocking style. So it looks like we're going to go smash mouth football. And I'm a little concerned about it because if you're drafting a guy like Mac Jones, then what's he going to learn behind Cam Newton doing that style of offense? Now, don't get me wrong. When he was at Alabama, they played a lot of smash mouth. But the last few years, they've spread it out big time. And they have put in wide receiver after wide receiver in the NFL. So uh, I don't don't know if that's a comparable pick. If you get him, do you trade up and get a Trey Lance? That would be unbelievable if he could turn out to be anything – you know, remotely good, you know, turn into a, a Josh Allen type. That'd be incredible. Absolutely incredible. But I don't, I don't understand it right now. Like we were the Patriots were the cream of the crop for so, 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 so long. I mean, for basically 20 years now, they've been the top of the AFC East. Now we are, I mean, steadily falling to the bottom. Uh, you you could actually have a, a debate right now as to which team's better between the Patriots or the Jets right now, and that's that's a sad state. That is a sad day when you're having the debate of which team's the better, and it's not actually just the ending of the conversation. The Dolphins, who have been historically bad for years, they tank for Tua. They've turned this team around. Can they take a step forward? They might even make a trade very soon to get uh, Deshaun Watson and then argue with the bills as to who the best team is and then we're floundering down at the towards the bottom and we think that we're going to run it back and we're going to compete with josh allen and the way the dolphins have built their team that we're going to compete by putting cam newton back quarterback i just i don't get it i'm struggling with it right now this is this is my therapy session i'm just talking it out because i'm really frustrated i understand that we should we have tanked for trevor last year probably not that's just not bill's style but should we go all in for a second time on a guy who can't get his feet set? He can't. He can throw 100 miles an hour, sure, but he can't throw it to the receiver. Did he have receivers around him last year? Absolutely not. Nikhil Harry so far has been a bust. Uh, Demir Bird's too small. Julian Edelman couldn't stay healthy. I mean, who was he throwing to out there? I mean, our best guy is a, is a walk-on, basically. I, what, the guy out of NC State, I can't even think of his name at the moment. But that was our that was our best situation. And now we're going to go to what looks to be smash mouth football with running backs who can't stay healthy. I, and that's what's killing me. Harris has missed time a bunch of time. He's He knows how to do it. He did it at Alabama. They played this style. But he's missed a bunch of time. Sony Michelle misses like an average of six games a year at a minimum. Rex Burkhead's coming off a major injury. So I, I, I'm kind of confused as to what we're doing how we're going to get it done. I'm a little concerned that it's going to be worthwhile to even watch. Uh, I mean, if we can't seriously compete, then what's the point? 
Uh, I'm, I'm just that maybe I don't like the idea of uh, losing on purpose. I hate the idea of that. Um, but I get it. Uh, sometimes you have to do that. You have to admit that falling in the middle is worse than losing. Um, I mean, you have to nail draft picks and Belichick hasn't shown that he can do that. I mean, if you look at the 76ers in the NBA, they did the trust the process and they ended up with Embiid and Ben Simmons. And at one point even had Nerland's Noel and had to, you know, mess that up. But you have to do something more than what's happening right now. You can't just keep ending up picking at 15, thinking that you're going to turn this thing around. I mean, you, you either got to go all in and bring in some, you know, use this cap space that you got and bring in some serious talent or, or you've got to start cutting bait. Um, I believe we're at the point where we got to start cutting. Uh, I believe that we got to start. Uh, we shouldn't have brought in Newton. We should have let uh, Stidham see what he's got to give him a season. If he sucks, move on. We, we just, we got to see that or, or bring in somebody else. I don't know. Somebody that can actually pass the ball, call Fitz magic, see if he can act, he can pass the ball. Maybe he's not a full-time starter or a great guy for everything, but man, he could pass it at least. He's got that magic in him, at least get you one or two games by himself. Um, you know, but I saw Dan Orlovsky said that the Patriots are going to go back, hit the, you know, the time machine, and we're going to go back 25 years ago, and we're going to be smash mouth football, great special teams, and just great defense, hopefully. But our defense is aging. McCourty's in his early 30s. His brother's in his early 30s. Obviously, they're twins. Hightower's getting up there. His injury history, he sat out all last year. What kind of shape is he in? Same thing with Patrick Chung. I mean, we're, we're getting to the point now. Lawrence Guy is getting older as, as great as he's been. He's, you know, he's getting there to the point where we, we're going to have to seriously hit the reset button soon. And I'll be honest with you, I am not liking the idea of hitting it this hard. Where we're, but it, I, I'm actually, I can't even say we're hitting it this hard. We're, we're floundering in the middle. I just want us to pick a direction and go. And I know that Bill's uh, mindset is to always win no matter what. But this is, this is a, a, a tough stance, a tough take. I don't know. So I, I want to hear what you guys think. What, especially my buddy Freddie out there, who's another big Patriots fan, what should they do? Should they uh, tank? Should we go for it? Uh, obviously, with the Smash Mouth style, who are they going to try to get and bring in for running back depth? Because uh, right now, I wouldn't say that our running back depth is very strong. We're going to need a power guy. We're going to need a, you know, in between the tackles guy. Um, and then we definitely need to figure out something because. James White's not a power guy. He's a, you know, he's a pass catcher first. So this is this is going to be a, an interesting situation. I'd love to hear your guys' take. Uh, let me know, and we'll see you guys next time.